0: Pollo Ranchero, por favor. I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. All right. Welcome to the latest edition of the FPL America podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Wiebe. And for the last
1: time, we are going to be without Brian Shesko. I, th- I think that's safe to say. It's
0: my fault this week. He was ready to go last <laughs> night. I was under the weather. Yeah. And uh, we couldn't we couldn't pull it together. Completely my fault. Otherwise... We would have recorded Monday night. This is Tuesday, and Brian would right. have been with us. He had a function he had to be at tonight. That's right. Uh, but we
1: are ready to talk about the results from Game Week 9 in FPL. A
0: little bit higher
1: average score than we've a seen bit. in recent weeks. You're playing it
0: off like, oh, just a little bit.
1: Mo Salah single-handedly raised the average to 64. We'll talk about that here uh, in just oh, a bit. the average was
0: only 64? Yeah. In game oh, week
1: man, it's probably because... My week was so good. (laughs) Uh, But before we get into that, we forgot to do something last week. And I told you, Dave, I wanted to start this pod with this information set. Because as you know, at the end of every podcast, most times, most pods, we go through the top three in the FPL America Podcast League. That's right. And then we highlight the top scorer for the game week as well. tried to
0: give homage to... The best the, performers, the best both performer of the week, right. of the With week, some recognition,
1: and overall so far for the season. That's exactly right. And last week we forgot to do that. And wouldn't you know it? It was somebody that has been on this very podcast in the past. Yeah, a voice that that dedicated listeners have heard. Mini League Jeff, Jeff, the 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 voice. Uh, that could have been heard at the end of last season when we recorded from the Academy Center. That's right. The local historic theater where we got to see uh, the final day's matches on this massive screen. Uh, Jeff hosted us. Uh, again, you you would have heard us interview him. And he is in his first year of playing FPL now this year. We've got him in. And he was the top scorer in game week eight in the FPL America Podcast League.
0: Amazing. Absolutely Amazing. Jeff, kudos to you. I cannot believe we shafted you last week. I know. Not giving you the love that you should have awesomely deserved. He did uh,
1: it. He got there by triple captaining Mo Salah uh, for whatever it was that Liverpool did that Mo Salah did well. It doesn't really matter. It was another week and another Mo Salah performance worthy of triple captaining. Speaking of Mo Salah and captaining... um, I know we said just now, I said just now, that we typically do this at the end of every pod, but I would like to use uh, podcast host creative licensing okay, to mention the top scorer from Game Week 9 in the FPL America Podcast League. You know what, now. Scott?
0: I just did some scrolling, mm-hmm. and I, re- I see where this is now going. Mm-hmm. What what did you find when you scrolled through the results of game week nine? Scott, what I found in the FPL America Podcast League is that the high scorer of the week scored a hundred and twenty five points. That's right. That's a good week. Uh second place was uh Xander, League Xander, Quadrafina with one nineteen. <clears throat> I was hoping I'd get to mention my name, but <laughs> so you didn't score on five. I'm fourth. I'm fourth. Yeah,
1: that's pretty good uh, for the week. That's all right. Uh, right, just league, off the middle. Podium.
0: Christian Fjordan baby five yep. beat me out by one point. That's pretty good. Scott, one twenty-five this week. Wow. Good for you. Thank you. I mean, that is impressive. Yeah. Yeah, it, that's impressive and not easy to do. Uh you I knew well, and we talked about it. This past week, I said I was getting rid of Mount. Remember last week on the pod, I think mm-hmm. I had gotten rid of Mount and brought in Foden. yep you said, Dave, why would you do that? They're playing Norwich, Yep. you should probably at least hold him on hold on to him for one more week. and I said, mm-hmm. look, I don't know how much playing time he's going to get now, Scott, what helped you out massively was Romelu Lukaku <laughs> yeah. getting hurt. So, can I talk about this midweek Can I talk about this because yes. this pod ended we did
1: I did say this last week at the end of the pod that. I was like, surely if there's a time when you come off of captaining Mo Salah, it's going to be this coming week when Romelu Lukaku is playing Norwich. Norwich. Now, we had recorded that prior to Chelsea playing in the Champions That's correct. And what happens in that match? Romelu Lukaku comes off hurt. Yes, he does. And the news is pretty definitive. Lukaku will not play against Norwich. So for the second week in a row... I decide to use my one free transfer to send out an injured Chelsea player. Two weeks ago, it was Rudiger. Yeah. And this week I said, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Everybody's doing it. I'm going to copy
0: Dave. I'm going to bring in
1: Vardy. That's exactly right. And it wasn't just you. Jamie Vardy was the most transferred in player. For game week nine. sure. So it was the thing to do, and I decided, you know what? If Vardy ends up having a party, I'm going to feel left out. Let me just go ahead and, and adopt into those points.
0: Mm. Well,
1: he got a one, but he was still Brutal. the most transferred in. Nonetheless, if Lukaku had not been definitively out, I probably would have overthought it.
0: And sold Mason Mount.
1: I don't know if I would have sold Mason Mount, but I certainly would have captained Romelu Lukaku okay. rather than Mosala. Instead, I kept it on Mo. And of course, he was also just like Jimmy Vardy was most transferred in. Mo Salah was most captained. Most people got his forty-eight, twenty-four times two. And I know you did. Uh got those got those Mo Salah captain Absolutely. points. And uh and so, you know, yes, uh, obviously making that my transfer meant that I kept Mason Mount for one more week. His twenty-four matching Mo Salah's twenty-four also uh was in my midfield and and it contributed to a really good week.
0: Fantastic, Scott. Your defense, Cresswell, Alexander-Arnold, uh Cresswell with 12, TAA with 10, Livermento with 9. Yep. And then uh, uh the the one team that you know had the maybe the best shot at a clean sheet was Manchester City and yeah. Ruben Diaz Got you a two.
1: Yeah, so far since I've brought him in, I've gotten a one and a two from him. Yeah, he's that doesn't really feel helped so you good. out. Yeah. Even scoring 125, you know, sometimes when you have really great weeks, 125 still, with no chip. With no chip. But so, sometimes when you get to have a really good week, you still think, oh, what might have been, right? Mm. You said the same thing. Yeah. You, know, you had a great score, but you had sent out Mason Mount. I'm doing the same thing because if you see at the end of my bench.
0: Buried in your bench with a red triangle.
1: Well, now, yeah, because I know. of yellow card accumulation. I don't know how that happens at forward, but Emmanuel Dennis, his 12 was buried at the end of my bench. And, you know, not that anyone who's seriously playing FPL would have done this, but, you know, you wonder, like, oh, if I just had Dennis in yeah. for Vardy. Oh,
0: man. <laughs> You'd be sitting on a That's so greedy 136. <laughs> That's so greedy. That's not true, 137. Uh, it's not Wow, yeah. Scott. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Dude, congratulations. Uh, I definitely don't think I've ever – finished at the top of the FPL America mini league scoring the highest for the FPL America mini league.
1: I do want to speak to League Ben for a second. Yeah. Ben's been off to the worst start he's ever been off to
0: in FPL, yeah. In
1: FPL, and I just want to I just want to say and and this is this is for all the Bens out there, but I know specifically about Ben. Ben, hear me when I say. And by the way, Ben listens to this pod before anyone else. He is always the first one on listening. He'll comment in our Slack workspace about things that we say in our pod before I even know you've put it I, out there. I
0: will have just uploaded <laughs> and he he's on it. He might be the first click.
1: He's probably. yeah, And, and I love that. Yep. I absolutely love that. But Ben, two weeks ago, I was in overall rank 600,000s. Last week, I finally got green arrows. It brought me to the 500,000s. After this last game week, I'm in the 80,000s. You can do that, too.
0: Yeah. Absolutely
1: can. It's early enough. Things are compact enough overall. Big jumps can happen.
0: I was talking to Brother Matt, and he's like, because he took some gambles kind of early. I talked, I thought, almost did it, but he went with Lukaku and Ronaldo kind of off the bat. For one week, it was great. And then both of them kind of have underperformed uh, since then. Anyways, I said he was acting like he wasn't going to be carrying much, and (laughs) <laughs> off to a worse start i'm like come on dude don't don't be a joey
1: he can't not care don't
0: don't be a joey He
1: has to care yeah um,
0: that that goes back to don't be a joey goes back to one of my buddies who used to play fpl where he would he would he would play it for the first quarter of the season and then he just stop because he wasn't doing great and he just just wouldn't do it anymore yeah. like don't do that. If you have some bad weeks, suck it up, Buttercup. Mm-hmm. Make some moves and slowly start creeping back into things. Right. And a big week could be right around the corner from you. So, And you don't even have to take – it's not early enough to start taking risks yet either. No. It's a long so, season. you can go with a couple of differentials, but it's not worth – yeah, just suck it up, Buttercup.
1: I mean, last week it- – <sighs> Here's the thing, too. I, I I do think a lot about the advice I gave just in the first few weeks of this season, where I talked about how you want the points to chase you. Now, last week when you talked about sending out Mason Mount, yes, I told you about the you know I I countered with the matchup. Right. But there's no way I can argue the player alone and say, oh no, Mount, Mason Mount, you've got to keep Mason Mount. Truthfully, Dave, I might have it was either him or Ben Rama I was ready to send out, but the Lukaku injury kept me from doing it. And so you know, it's one of those things where Mason Mount's a quality player. He is going to have great game weeks. He's going to score goals between now and the end of the season. If you keep him, he will do well for you at some point. Now, am I going to recommend Mason Mount for the rest of the season? No, not necessarily. Right. But you know, it just happened to work out here, and that's the way that it goes. And that, like you said, you don't get that unless you keep playing.
0: I was lucky uh, because Foden, Foden had a day. Had he two did goals and an assist. Yeah. Eighteen points for Phil Fogg and three bonus points. So, I mean, no. obviously, if you have a day like that, you're going to get all three bonus points.
1: Uh, no question, no question. We'll talk about a couple of, uh, of of other city players as well as we get into this uh, get into this pod. We've already gotten into it, but Dave, let's bit. let's do the thing that we usually do.
0: Let's do that thing that Brian tells us to do.
1: All right, here we go. So I've already mentioned the most captained was Mo Salah. There, is there any reason to stop captaining Mo Salah moving forward, just just to get this out of the way?
0: No, he's been wicked hot we, <laughs> kind of the whole season. But I'm just going to go back five games, 12-7, 13-13-24. What? That exceeds
1: anything Michael Antonio did to start the season.
0: It does. It does. And home Brighton at West Ham, home Arsenal, none of those scare you. No. Arsenal will shut him out, but other than that, yeah, okay. Arsenal might hurt him. I still, <laughs> I still am upset about the saw up <laughs> fiasco from years ago. But
1: all right, uh, I have, I've anyways. forgotten it. That's how much it's irrelevant to me.
0: But that's fine. For sure, understood completely.
1: And then Jamie Vardy is in a lot of people's lineups now. Most transferred in. Yeah, he came off, I think, at halftime in this match with just a little knock. Uh, which is which is what Roger said. He was hopeful right after the match that Vardy would be fine moving forward.
0: He loves to play against Arsenal. They're home to Arsenal next match. There you go. So i got to believe he's going to be playing. But then again, I'm not sure I want to play against this Arsenal team.
1: Okay. All right. There's nothing too scary about this Arsenal team, but we'll talk about them here in, in a little bit. I, I'm not, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to start Jamie Vardy in game week 10. Period, uh, unless the news changes from Rogers later in the week. I don't know that he went off a half. That's what bothers no, but me. No, he's like,
0: a tough player, right? Like he's a he's a play through it type of a guy.
1: But I but he had felt something in the warm up, and he wasn't the same. And Rodgers says he made the call. He saw that Vardy wasn't at a hundred percent, and he made the call. So
0: it's okay if Vardy makes the call, but Ronaldo cannot. No, no. Okay, Rodgers made right. the call.
1: Rodgers made the call. He okay. said that he saw Vardy wasn't quite up to pace. He knew that he had felt something I in the warm up.
0: He. Said he he, he being Rodgers. But Vardy should be able to make the call said himself. Said
1: he made the call. I Well, we'll talk. I, I disagree, and I cannot wait to come at you about that when we get to Cristiano right. Ronaldo in a little bit. No, I, it seemed like Rodgers was confident Vardy would start game week 10. So unless the news changes, he's going to stay in my lineup. I'm not going to send him out. I'm not going to overreact to the yellow triangle on his name. Jamie Vardy's going to be in my lineup unless okay. I get other news. All right. Now, we've talked about Mo. Let's talk about Mason Mount really quickly again. So, Chelsea score a touchdown on Norwich. Nothing surprising 7-0, here. 7-0. My goodness. Yep. Mason Mount, obviously, scores big. So does Ben Chilwell. I was very jealous of you when I saw Ben Chilwell score again. It's ridiculous, Dave. You bring him in, and Chilwell scores. I think it's double digits two weeks in a row now.
0: Oh, Chilwell's on a run of 8-15-12. There you go. And I've had him in each time.
1: Which is great. I love and it. And do you plan to send him out? No. I mean, why Why would you?
0: Why, why would? Tuchel doesn't seem to. He's going to keep playing that. It's just like when, yeah. when Alonzo scored, Alonzo just kept playing matches.
1: Yeah, he does seem to. Like, he, there's a rotation, but he doesn't seem to want to mess with form this season. No. He no. sticks
0: with form For until he shouldn't. only reason why I guess Kovacic continues to find matches.
1: Well, Kovacic and is he, relevant, right?
0: Well. He's relevant because they played Norwich. What, what right. else is he doing when he's not playing Norwich? I
1: mean, there are people talking about him as a as a discount. Option I know. In also, the fives. our listener
0: Ryan brought it up on Slack, and uh, and I guess it's a valid point. I fall on the side of it's Kovacic.
1: I I agree. What's I'm, he going to do? I agree. I, the he moment lo- you go to him, his run is over. That's just the it's way. It's not that it even is. a
0: run. No. I'm not even going to worth- make it worthy by bringing <laughs> up his stats. I'm not even going right. to look at it. All
1: right, that's fine. Reese James, by the way, also uh, ended up with double digits, making the dream team with 13 fantasy points. I was
0: right there, at which, hey, Reese outscored Chilwell. He did. And I was right there thinking about going to Reese and, and, and did not. So I will, uh, again, continue to ride the, uh, the Chilwell train. All
1: right, we've got to talk about the uh, juicy storylines that came out of Manchester United nil,
0: Liverpool 5. Scott, could you have ever thought that this was going to happen?
1: I literally chatted during the match. Am I dreaming? This match checks all of the boxes. Crazy! What a dream match for a Liverpool fan. And what a horrendous nightmare it was for a United fan. Let's talk about this a little bit. So first of all... Let's talk, Let's kind of let's play this out. We talked about the Liverpool side. Navi Keita also made the dream team. It's a shame that he had to be stretchered off. We'll talk about how he got stretchered off in a second. Uh, but let's talk first about Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay. So he kicks out pretty viciously at Curtis Jones. For sure. And gets a yellow card for it. There's yeah. some who are saying it could have been a red card. Probably because it's Ronaldo, it was yellow. Do you agree?
0: Uh, so his first leg swipe that was very obnoxious was a yellow. The only reason why he did not get a red is when he goes to kick Curtis Jones in the stomach, he got lucky and kicked the ball. He got
1: all ball. He did.
0: And it was all ball. Therefore, he did not strike Curtis Jones in the stomach. He technically would have just – it, it was—it would have been like if you kicked the ball at a player walking down the pitch, you'd get a yellow for it. Yeah. So he got a yellow. Now, I believe that he had two actions in one motion, sort of, that should – that should have gotten two yellows. Unfortunately, that's not how the law works. <laughs> he sort of knew he was getting one yellow and said, "Well, I'm going to come really close to that red line, but I'm not going to cross it, and I'm just going to since I already know I'm getting a yellow, yeah. I'm just going to do something else that's yellowish."
1: Mm. I like
0: that. Yellowish. And, and and that's what happened, and he's a veteran and that is what happened. And but he's lucky. He is so stinking lucky. That was um Wow, was that immature? Horribly immature. Yeah. Um, and I understand your frustration. I don't care how bad you want to win. And I credit him for being the most clutch player I've ever seen in in football. And this action doesn't change that opinion of, of mine. But to, to lash out uh, against, especially a young player, like one who's, I don't know, it's just so super, everything was childish about that. You know he he's not doing that on James Milner. He's not doing that on Virgil Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. He picks mm-hmm. Curtis Jones to do it, uh, to take out his frustration. That's true. And that's a big move. That is. And so he still, for me, and, and nothing can really change that. Uh, is like again the most clutch player I've ever seen play in football. Uh, but what he showed was petulance and childish behavior that should not be tolerated. Can you please acknowledge that
1: my progression? my storyline that I told you was going to happen at the start it's of the close. season is, is absolutely well, playing I, I, out.
0: I think, yes, that's fair. Liverpool so embarrassed them. Absolutely. And, and was- so that's what, in my opinion, at not the Liverpool fan, but that was a total shredding embarrassment. Like, what is every single player on that pitch doing? Mm-hmm. If you're in a United, no one's grabbing the badge to kiss it. No one is making that United team proud of any badge in that team. Mm. And that was one of the most pathetic United performances I've ever seen.
1: Wasn't it just insult to injury for Ronaldo to score later on, only to have it ruled out marginally offside? You know what that is, Scott? (laughs) Karma. karma. (laughs) I knew it, yeah. Karma. Well, it's interesting because a picture was circulating after United's comeback win to Atalanta in midweek in the Champions League. Right where Ronaldo is celebrating a goal, and it looks like Maguire and Shaw are disgusted with him. That's what the picture looked like. It,
0: it, well, either that and or, yes, you, you could read that picture like that. Or the way I looked at it was Ronaldo was wanting to win so bad, was so relieved that they not only scored and happy that they scored and they were going to win the match, but Ronaldo, or Shaw and Maguire's look... Was a look of, I don't know. Maybe they didn't want to win the game. Maybe. <laughs> like, Do you know what I think it is, Dave? It said a lot. That picture says a lot of stuff.
1: It does. I think it says that Harry Maguire just wants some apple crisp. Do you
0: maybe. remember back
1: at the start of the season, what? you told the story about what? how.
0: What if he just wants a Coke? Nobody wanted. Apple.
1: No, every. Yeah. Nobody would eat the apple crisp because Cristiano Ronaldo you would eat the apple You know the slab head
0: Harry. Was the first to the apple crisp table. He, he the first, the apple crisp bowl. Slabhead, he was the leader. Everyone kind of looked for old Slabhead to get up and go get the apple crisp, and then they knew it was okay to get it. And uh, not, not that day. Oh, and Shaw, Shaw was right behind him. Those two boys, those two boys probably yeah, love them. Shaw some might apple be first
1: sometimes at the apple crisp yeah, line. You know it's true. That
0: big, you gotta feed that big butt. That boy's got a butt. he does we've crossed a line
1: but bottom line is this is a this is
0: a team of individual parts there's no team well okay so uh, scott let's let's revisit this i would disagree with that i do think that there is a team there i think i I don't think it's fair to judge a team at their complete worst
1: i would say that this is not me judging them at their worst this is coming off of a few let's not forget what they just did
0: midweek what did they do just midweek?
1: They had to come back at home against Atalanta?
0: Yeah, and that's a decent team.
1: Okay, but then what about what about game week eight? Losing four two to Leicester, a struggling Leicester. Leicester was able to find their way. They rebounded on United. I think they were looking ahead to Atalanta. <laughs>
0: okay, you're searching now. This is a team of individuals. It is, Scott. Every team is. I understand your point. I I just that that means the problem is in one. Place. I don't. I don't.
1: Here's the thing. Where's the problem, Dave? The problem. If if that's if my statement is true, the problem lies I don't, with just one. I don't one know man. if
0: your statement is true. But if your statement was to be true, then it's the manager. That's right. If your statement was to be
1: true, he's not, he's not big enough for this. It's too big for him. Uh, and I think I think all your stuff, and this is where I said I was going to come at you. I think all your stuff about how you would call him Mr. Ronaldo. You said that last week, and how you would let Ronaldo dictate his own minutes. That I club. Would had a culture before Cristiano Ronaldo showed up in the dressing room. Um, I'm not saying it was great, but they had one, right? There was a culture there. Fair. Ronaldo was brought into it. Now, it's one thing if you come in as a star and you come in in a way where you earn your place in that culture. It's another thing if you come in and assume but your Scott, place the, in a culture. You
0: don't, Dude, he's one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest. Doesn't matter. You don't have to assume it. I mean, you don't have to be – he doesn't have to earn it in that locker room. You walk in, it's there.
1: Okay. Scott. I hear you, and and, and you feel that way, but does Harry Maguire feel that Th- this way? Is, does Luke Shaw this feel that way? This is Lou
0: Alcindor going from the Bucs to the Los Angeles Lakers.
1: I mean – I don't know, man. It seems like he's disturbed something there, and it, there's not, there's no joy in Mudville right now.
0: We need to move on because I'm done talking about United. I, I can't say that you're wrong, but I don't feel like, again, that it's proper to judge a team. Everyone was pissing on, you know, telling Arsenal er- earlier in the season how crappy and, and shoddy they were. And, you know, because they, they lose the first three games and against Chelsea City and Brentford. And lo and behold, here they're now, after eight match weeks, are sitting on 14 points. And they are literally one point, I'm sorry, they're three points out of fourth, one point off fifth. So, you know, the the, the world wasn't crashing down when everyone said the world was crashing down on Arsenal. Arsenal also has, by the way, the youngest team in the Premier League.
1: It's fair. Why are we talking about Arsenal?
0: Because everything always is about Arsenal. My fair. point being is this, if you judge Arsenal then, you would have been incorrect. And I just don't think it's proper to judge United at this stage, okay. on their lowest day, when Liverpool just literally kicked them up and down the, the field. Right.
1: In closing, can I judge Paul Pogba for hurting Naby Keita and earning a red card?
0: Uh, can I help you in that? <laughs> Pogba, I mean... Just, it, hold on. Here's another... Just when you thought United's performance couldn't get more petulant, Yeah, a professional Paul Pogba... He calls himself a professional. Does he? I think he's horribly overrated. He's never been one, in my opinion. Horrible slide, double foot. Honestly, though, it wasn't as bad on the replay as it first seemed. I will give him that. But he knew what was coming, and he wanted to hit the showers early. And the fact that you would risk hurting another professional athlete like that is a horrible shame. And uh, I'm glad Nabby's. Semi okay.
1: Yeah, it sounds like he's going to be back sooner than it might have looked initially, which is great, great news. Uh, it's situations like that where I always want a player who's causing the injury to have to be out for as long as the player who is injured. I know that that's not a thing, but there, it's it's stuff like this that makes me wish it was a thing,
0: especially when it seems like it's on purpose, right? Right, yeah, that's exactly right. When when sun did that horrible foul, yeah, you could tell he didn't mean to, right? Right. Uh, Pogba knew what he was doing here. Yeah. Ryan Shawcross knew what he was doing to Aaron Ramsey's (laughs) leg. All right, fine. Let's
1: talk about Arsenal, Dave. Let's move on. This was a feisty Arsenal that started game week nine. Uh, This was bad timing for Aston Villa. Arsenal with a big win, but but that was a feisty Arsenal.
0: That was the best all-around performance I've seen them put in in a long time.
1: What does that mean for FPL?
0: It's a good question. I will say the
1: immediate. The immediate. I think uh, you're you're gonna have to watch something
0: back, and I'll get I'll get to it in a minute. Aubameyang? Yeah. I'm thinking about transferring a minute. <laughs> Listen, how can you fault the form at the moment? I know. Um, he I might, am he not might be back. He might be back. I, I'm not even being. I'm not being exaggeratory here, but let's just let's look at it. Okay. I mean, he, number one, he gained his price. He was down to a nine nine. He's now up to a ten zero. But in his last four matches, a seven, two, nine, and six. Now it's not lighting your world on fire, there. No, but it's
1: starting to but finally it's, be It's Aubameyang.
0: Pretty good.
1: He, he hasn't just, been he himself. Need, for... He needed the
0: new, the new do. Oh Scott. gosh, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it either. No, but he just needed the new but do. I who, guess. Who
1: are we to say we can't grow hair like that? But I, I, for the first time in a year and a half, I'm thinking about bringing in bombing
0: What's really interesting this past week is this. Arteta changed tactics this past week.
1: Well, we talked about how he's made multiple errors already tactically this season. This
0: week, he got it right. There you go. No one saw this coming, and he's never played with this formation. It's one of the more basic football formations, a 4-4-2. He played that. (laughs) What genius! What (laughs) genius! Stroke, how did he figure that out? He put Aubameyang and Lacazette. Up at the top. Oh my gosh! How long have Arsenal fans wanted to see this? Stroke of genius. Stroke of genius. (laughs) Saka and Smith Rowe playing on the outside. Is Neil
1: Smith Rowe going to keep playing? Because if he is, it
0: seems like he's going to do something now. Why is he not going to continue to play?
1: I had him in my season, in my in my squad to start the season, and he did nothing. Now he's doing. He's lighting the world on fire. I don't know why you
0: moved it. Well. I don't know why he moved him out. He's at a 5-5. What Was there another? There was a few guys. There's a
1: there. lot of guys. I've got Gray and Ben Rama and Mount who all made more sense to bring in when I sent ESR out.
0: Yeah. So, look, his last four, a 12, 3, 2, and a 13. So, I don't know. You'd love to see a little bit more consistency, but on, on his days, he's getting a goal in and an assist.
1: Yeah. A 5-5, five, so, five, like you said. That's a good price for two double-digit scores in the last five, four five, weeks.
0: Five, You'd love to see more production out of Sokka. He's going to continue to play, but I tell you, who continues to give Sokka a run for his money a little bit is Pepe. And if if they're playing a four, if they're going to continue to maybe roll four four two out there again, uh, Pepe might be getting a few of those matches. So PP Pepe, and when I... Pepe's had chances to play, he's done really, really well. Yeah um party and and Samby played in the middle of this this match and they had a an excellent match. Yeah. The energy was was awesome. It was electric. Yeah. Uh, another interesting thing Tyranny didn't play. A lot of people
1: <laughs> Yeah, he's got a triangle.
0: Well, I know, but no one knew that before the match.
1: Well, of course not because no because one's required of... to tell us about injuries.
0: It's amazing. Uh, and no, this was a Friday match, Dave. It that is the worst. <laughs> it couldn't be worse. Uh, Nuno Tavares got a chance to play. I don't think he's going to get many other chances. Tierney's
1: number one. Tierney is
0: number one. Um,
1: But Tavares, you can't call him a number two when he's playing behind Kieran Tierney. He's 1.5 because Tierney's hurt that much.
0: Yeah. No, that's true. Uh, So, anyways, all that being said, yeah, Arsenal looked different. And, yes, it might be worth looking at Smith-Rowe and Saka and Aubameyang. I wouldn't go to Saka. Smith-Rowe and Aubameyang, I'd give a hard look.
1: Yeah. I mean, if I can finally get Ben Rama out of my lineup, Smith Rowe in is is if I mean, that feels like a good move. I already have three hammers, so it would be great to diversify a little bit on that.
0: I I could go. I'm looking for a Decoray move at five six.
1: So Smith Rowe. I have Gray, and I'm not going to use a free transfer to go from Gray. to I Decoré. really like Gray,
0: and I might go Gray. Well, I get it. I got to figure out what I'm going to do with that.
1: There's there's a lot that can be done there. Maybe I'll send out Mason Mount. <laughs> after his 24.
0: Hey, uh, Arsenal Lester <laughs> this week uh, could have the making of a fun game, fun match.
1: We've already talked about uh, Jamie Vardy. I want to shift uh, gears to Hammers and Spurs. This was a big match in London, and, and I didn't pay enough attention to it in advance, but the Hammers get a massive win. You mentioned Cresswell's 12 in my defense. Cresswell, like, can I... <laughs> Cresswell. He's, he's that guy who he is going to have weeks like this, and then he's going to have quieter weeks in between. But at the end of the season, he's going to be top five defender. And that's why he is just a staple in my lineup. And so when he gets the 12, I'm going to get the 12. I don't care what his form is going to be up until the next 12. I'm going to get the next 12 because he's going to stay in my lineup. And he's going to be fifth overall in defender scoring. And I'm going to be glad he's in my lineup all season long. Yeah. You can't argue that that's a dumb no. move.
0: No, no, no. Mikel right.
1: Antonio gets the goal in this match. This was a huge win for Hammers. By the way, I, I have three hammers, and I wasn't feeling great about it for a couple of weeks there, but now they're fourth in the table. Creswell and Antonio do what they did here, and suddenly I'm like, of course I've got three hammers. They're fourth place.
0: Scott, where's Brian to talk about? It, it was this Brian Chesko Darby. This was Darby. the Brian And uh, my, uh, <laughs> my sickness last night kept uh. him from talking about it. That's a little frustrating, but, man, I I, I would love to hear what he has to say, if only... There was a way. Yeah, go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say, I, that had the makings of of a fire-powered fun match.
1: It didn't turn out that it way.
0: It didn't turn out that way. We wanted it to, but it did not turn out that way. Uh, all the, the firepower was taken uh, later. It was saved for the, the last match. For the Liverpool match, game. For the last <laughs> <match of> that. <laughs> That's true. But, no, look, kudos to West Ham, Scott. They're real. West Ham's a real team. Now, they're not deep. If they have more than two injuries, no, but Dave, they're going to be struggling. That's but they sure. haven't had those injuries yet.
1: Sure, and they are playing European matches, so there is danger there. But I love teams that are good and not deep because that means your FPL assets will play. That's true. Every that is single fact. week.
0: That is total fact.
1: I am someone who, you know, Ruben Diaz is my only City player. Mason Mount currently is my only Chelsea player, and I am not all that hungry for more City and Chelsea players because I don't want. I, I'm just sick of dealing with the uncertainty. Yeah, I give it. me give I me the it. guys who are going to play, and I know Cresswell and Antonio are going to play, barring injury. Period. Uh, we've touched briefly on some other matches. Let's touch on two more really quick, and then Dave, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a game of Stutter Dud with you. Oh wow! Okay, that you're absolutely gonna love this. Is gonna be a, It's gonna be the best Stutter Dud we've done all season long.
0: And hey, Brian misses this, yeah. Oh man! All right. So
1: if you've looked at the Dream Team for Game Week Nine, both forwards are Watford forwards. We talked about Emmanuel Dennis already. The other one, Josh King, coming off a hat trick. Josh King's hat trick. By the way, Watford five. I know. Everton too? Yes. So here's my note about Everton. So I mentioned Watford's forwards. Watford we need to talk about five, that. Five Everton too? Is Josh King just, was he just motivated to play Everton since that didn't work out well wow, so, yeah. for him
0: last season? Ranieri did something. To... after
1: the, He did. This is like the one game he could get points in for the next month. Wow. And he got them, right? Wow. But the note I made for Everton was their consistent inconsistency. Benitez seemed baffled by his club after this match. And I just want to be like, well, yeah. This is Everton. We're all baffled by this. We're all fooled by this game week in, game week out. This is how. This is them. This is who they are. They are consistently inconsistent. Mm. And you can't. I mean, Ancelotti was baffled by them on multiple occasions last season. This is just them. They've got the pieces. They just don't always show up.
0: True. I'm just. um, I'm. I. When I heard Ancelotti, I thought to myself. How the hell did he end up at Everton? That's that's how's <laughs> Benitez <Aspenita's funny. laughs> there. I mean, this this is crazy. Well, I, I think it's a it's a club that's got big six, and we I know that we both hate that term potential for uh, sure. They could be doing what West Ham is doing ironically. Rafa's doing it because he still has a house in Liverpool, so he, <laughs> and he wanted back in England, right? Yeah, right. He wanted back in England. He's still got a house in Liverpool. He doesn't have to move, right? So yeah, like what's wrong? Why wouldn't he go to? Scott is pouring himself right now a pot of cider, a a pot. He's he's got an air pot going into a mug of yes, hot apple cider. As cheers uh, to fall. Cheers to fall, Scott. As uh, it is my favorite time of the year. It is it is October, and
1: uh, and and. Lest anyone be concerned, it is cider infused with bourbon.
0: Yes. We, we, we want to make sure that our standards are upheld. So, yes, getting back In to... In fact, it's actually bourbon infused with cider, if we're honest. <laughs> that was really strong. Sometimes, Hold on, I got to get more. Sometimes Scott's got a heavy a heavy hand on the heavy pour there. Scott, all serious now, though. Yes. Josh King. Yeah, I think this is just What Everton. are we to make of this? No, uh... Yeah, but this, yeah, but he he's finally getting a uh, some run here.
1: Yes, it's true. And Dennis was subbed in and still ended up getting twelve. Uh, and and you know obviously Dennis won't play next game week because of the yellow card accumulation. Emmanuel Dennis is in my is in my lineup as my third forward. Inevitably, if you are trying to avoid negative fours as an FPL player, you have one player at the end of your bench. That never makes your lineup, but you also can't get yourself to the place where you can free transfer him out or avoid a negative double digits right. by getting to him. That's going to be Emmanuel Dennis for me until the second half of the season.
0: That's fair. I, look, but I, I wouldn't go to Josh King. Yeah, but hold on. I just want to say this. There's three games all season that Josh King has played all 90 minutes. Okay, In those games, he scored a 10, 5, and a 16. So he's the poor man's Ianacho. Great. Why don't they just play him more?
1: I don't know, Dave. Why didn't Olivier Giroud play more? Why isn't Ian Nacho playing more? Why isn't Josh King playing more? These are mystery questions that we'll never know the answers to because we'll never be Premier League managers. Yeah. But they definitely make the all-something team, all-underplayed team, if we had an underplayed FPL team, if, they'd hey, be our front line.
0: Listeners, help us out with what we're trying to <laughs> fine <laughs> there. The underplayed is not what we're going to go with. But Okay, yes, fine. I agree.
1: I'm on my second. I, I, agree. I pre-gamed before this pod, by the way.
0: Okay. I agree. We need to have a term for that.
1: Did you see the banner that Crystal Palace fans no. showed uh, before D- their did match? Did it say, let's go, Brandon? Against New new <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it, it, listen, it's shame going my, viral. Shame, so idea. shame on me. <laughs> But it's going viral. I'm not saying anything. Everybody
1: else. knows what Let's Go Brandon means by now.
0: I just didn't know.
1: Um, so there was a banner that a certain fan group for Crystal Palace put up uh, in, in response to the new, uh, the new ownership group of Newcastle. And I have the feeling this is going to be just the first of many situations oh, like boy. this. Uh, but the police ended up looking into it and deciding that nothing criminal occurred. Uh, so, no charges were filed against the fan group.
0: Oh, it, you know, so there might have been some mean words, but almost they were mean ish.
1: Well, they so weren't
0: mean, so mean that someone could file charges.
1: The banner had someone in traditional Arabic clothing holding a knife that, or a sword that had blood on it. Okay. And next to it was a, like, it was like a clipboard that had a list of, like, things, you know, like check, check, list, okay. a checklist of things terrorism, beheading, civil rights abuses, murder, censorship, and persecution. Wow. We're on that list. That is intense. Wow. This is not going away. And, and regardless of how you feel about this, you know, last week we talked a little bit about, you know, your connections, your father's connections to the, 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 the princes in Saudi Arabia, plural. King
0: princes. Yes.
1: Um, This is not going to go away anytime soon. You know, one of the things that we learned last year is that fans have a say in how things go in English soccer. I mean, we saw that with the European Super League, right? I don't know. I don't think this is going to be the last we hear about this. No matter how you feel about it, this is going to be something that is going to be in our faces for uh, the foreseeable future. All right, let's do this game of Stutter Dud. Stutter Dud. I'm going to give you seven names of players. And I want you to tell me, and I want to specifically cater this to someone who might have held on to that first half wild card up to mm, this point.
0: Someone still got it?
1: A lot of people still do. Man. And and I know this is something we talk about a lot, but you know, if you still have that chip, you're going to play it at some point. you got to play it in the first 19 game weeks. So if you're going to play it before game week 10, I want to know, Dave, if you're going to play that in game week 10, Would you bring in these seven players as part of that wild card, or would you be tempted to?
0: In order to okay,
1: you know, know, obviously there's all there's unknowns, variables here as far as makeup of the club and price and stuff like that. But just I want to talk about the players and whether or not a person, you know, obviously a free transfer could be under consideration as well. But looking at seven guys, would you wild card these guys in? Stutter dud. Here we go. Stutter dud. Number one, keeping it with Newcastle. Callum Wilson scored again
0: for the next seven match weeks.
1: Sure, that's. I mean, there's what not 10 more game weeks in the first half of the season. Obviously, you're not required to stud. keep anyone in. I'll say, stud, yeah. I there are a lot of really good forwards right now. You could play the forward line a lot of different ways. Callum Wilson is interesting until he gets hurt again.
0: Yeah, if, if he's healthy, he's worth he's worthy of a play. He's seven three, which there's been a lot of guys that have shown themselves a little cheaper to be as much or worthy. But look, in the in the games where he's played minutes, first game of the season, 84 minutes, 6 points. Second game against Villa, 1.90 minutes. Southampton, 9 points, 68 minutes. Missed 5 games. Yep. Plays Tottenham, 76 minutes, 8 points. Plays Crystal Palace, 90 minutes, 5 points. Yep. yep. Yeah, he's a producing forward for Newcastle doesn't seem to matter who they play against. Yeah, he's a stud.
1: It's going to go through Callum Wilson for Newcastle. We know this. When he's gone, they're not the same. They're a relegated club. When he's there, he rescues them. Yeah. All right. Maxwell Cornet Burnley. He made the dream team, scored an excellent brace. Dave, he is someone that I think I want to bring in. I'm stud on this guy. I think he's the thing Burnley have never had since they've been in the Premier League. He brings an element they've never had. I don't know that he's going to score braces moving forward, but Maxwell Cornet, what do you say? What do you say, stud or dud? Who?
0: (laughs) You knew that was coming. I kind of did. I kind of did. That's not my answer. I'll, I'll say this right now. 15 points yes is the max he'll score all season in one game you think so absolutely he will never have a game burnley
1: are hosting brentford you don't think he could do it again
0: not against <laughs> sh- against brentford maybe when they play <laughs> norwich when's that they've already played norwich once so then it's it's not till april 9th so maybe maybe then <laughs> <laughs> so nothing so I'm guessing you're going excluding dud. April 9th. That dude will not score fifteen points the rest of the season. All dud. Right. Dud for me. Point you can taken. you can stick with your dud. I'll go. You no, can I'm stick stud. with your you can stick with your stud. I will take dud.
1: I, I don't know, man. I think I think he is he is to burn. It's a big stretch to call stud on this kid. What Callum Wilson is to Newcastle. I don't know. Sometimes you want to get in early on, guys. I think that now's the time. It's fair. All right. Pierre America Obamangang is number three on this list. Stutter dud. You're killing me. I'm glad to make this game hard for you. You just said he's up to 10 pounds. What an
0: expensive price. It is expensive. 10 pounds is expensive. And he's a
1: forward this season,
0: he's, just to be clear. He's cheaper than Vardy, he's more expensive than Jesus. Jesus is the third highest striker. Aubameyang, ironically, is, is just one point behind Dennis, two behind Ings.
1: You're stalling. Four
0: behind St. Maxime.
1: You're stalling. And he,
0: I feel like he's played way less games, or he has played, but Arsenal have been struggling. I'll say stud, because he has been producing, and Arsenal seem to look a little different. Okay. I'll say stud. That works. I would not encourage anyone who just went
1: to Vardy to go to Aubameyang now, though. No,
0: I no, no, no. I would not do that yet. I need Vardy to be healthy. If he's not healthy this week, I'm going to think about things. Okay. I, I don't like guys when they get injured and they're out for a couple weeks to come back. They're not, they're, they never have the form when they left. Sure. So if he doesn't play against Arsenal this week, then I'm probably going to send Vardy out. Maybe I do send Vardy out for Aubameyang.
1: That makes sense. Uh, by the way, going back to Cornet, he's six pounds in the midfield. I'm tempted to go Ben Rama to Cornet. I truly am. All right, uh, Aubameyang, I'm going to say dud, but I think he's different. He's back to normal Aubameyang or something closer to it. I just don't want to go there at 10 pounds yet. That's, okay, I'm just not ready. Number four, Gabriel
0: Jesus. A lot of good forwards right now. A lot of good forwards. His last five matches, 2-8-5-0-5. Five, five. He did not play in that zero game. So the last three games that he's played, he's – He's gotten you some form of, of a return. It's a eight six. I I brought up Jesus earlier in the season. He hasn't gone away. No. I don't fault anyone going to Jesus. He's an eight six. It's very reasonable to get to. City's fixtures are are okay. They're fine. They're not great. Um, they'll be great in the beginning of December. I'll say stud. I'm gonna
1: say dud just for the reason I gave earlier. I'm just not interested. You mentioned the zero. It's it's easy to overlook that and say, okay, I go to your bench player. I just – i I'm re- I'm more ready than I was a month ago for players who are going to play.
0: Here's the thing about the City guys, whether it's Grealish, Sterling, Mahrez – not Morez because he hasn't gotten any starts. Um, Sterling? <laughs>
1: he hasn't gotten Sterling many hasn't until gotten
0: lately. T- Touche. KDB, Foden. If they miss a match, they almost never miss two matches in a row. And really, they'll only miss one match in like four or five or six. It's not, it's not wicked often. But it always seems to be when you have one of those City players is when they miss a match. And you're like, why? Why did I do this again? Yeah. So I still think Jesus is a stud.
1: I get it. And I wouldn't blame anyone for going to Phil Foden either, which, by the way, he's on the list. Phil Foden. How do you feel about Phil? I own him. Same thing. Uh, yep. I get it. Uh, it's just about how strong of a stomach do you have when you're playing FPL?
0: Foden's a little different. He was not healthy to start the season, so he missed the first four matches, subbed in against Southampton in his in the week five and has started every match since. In those four matches, he's started. Three, seven, six, and the eighteen. Foden's kind of been coming into some form.
1: Foden's at that weird eight point one price. If someone's got six tenths in the bank,
0: not if you bought him when he was 8-0, Scott.
1: I'm talking about players who are looking at making changes to their lineups for game week two.
0: Oh, okay. All I right. can't
1: believe I have to clarify that again. Oh, okay. Clearly, you've been dipping into the cider too. I don't know what you're talking about. If someone's got you know six tenths in the bank and. Therefore, could go from Mount to Foden. Would you recommend that move?
0: Yeah, I would. You
1: would send out Mason Mount now for Phil Foden.
0: I think Foden is more reliable than Mason Mount. Interesting. I know that's crazy to say. Maybe the facts aren't there. Mason Mount had one game, one good game in like all season. <laughs> well, I hear that. Which, which everyone's saying, we don't understand why he's not playing. Well, right. Well, Only Tuchel uh, yeah. cool. well, was, was under yeah. the impression. Add him
1: to the uh, to the Ianacho, Josh King list, whatever right? that is.
0: That the name of whatever that <laughs> is that Add we're him looking to for. The list.
1: Also, I, yeah. I mean, also our
0: listener Ryan, give us something. Put
1: Raheem there. Sterling on that list for, for. I mean, no one questions Pep anymore Jeez. these days. But I mean, if Raheem I'm Sterling, Sterling, I am I am going somewhere else. Yeah, why not? Yeah, for sure. Um, I get it. I, I don't. I think if you're thinking about going from Mount to Foden. Man, your squad must be so good that you can think about that transfer. That's the only thing about That's that
0: one. That's how good my squad is, Scott.
1: Oh, well, good for you, Dave. 125. Uh, number six. Sorry, I just had to do that. Huang. I Again,
0: another one of my players. I own.
1: But, Dave, out of all the players, like he's another forward on this list. I brought him
0: in on my wild card. Who are your three forwards right now? They are Vardy, Antonio, and Huang. And I... And listen. yet we've
1: called Callum Wilson... You called the Yang and Jesus all studs as yeah, well. Yeah, All of them all of, of them all of them are really
0: good to own right now. Isn't that fun? Isn't that feel fun hey, when listen, you have so many options like this? Listen, there's nothing wrong with the fighting Wangs. I brought in Huang, and I abs- when he scored, I'm like, oh, my gosh, just give me a second goal. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. Dave, what was it, game week two or whenever when he came
1: in, and I think he scored off the bench or something. Maybe he was an assist. I don't know. I made the offhand comment, like, that guy's going to be worth watching this season. Remember that? Do you remember that? Now, I I say this, and I have not brought him into my lineup, so I'm not taking any kind of credit. You actually have brought him in. But I'm telling you, like, that's a guy, you know, I regret. If I'm going to have one big regret this week, it's going to be that I haven't gotten in early on Huang, which is maybe why I'm compensating for that by talking about Maxwell Cornet the way that I am.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Huang, in his... You know what? He came in against Watford. It was his first sub appearance. He got eight. One against Brentford. That's, but I mean that's the one I'm yeah, that's Yeah, but I yep. mean you're you're playing he played one half against Brentford. So he came on at half. I don't think he started that match. Two points against Southampton, thirteen against Newcastle, two against Villa, eight against Leeds.
1: Well, and it's not just Wang, it's Wolves. They have they have found their compatibility with their new manager. And they look much different. They look like normal Wolves again. Raul has found it, and the club as a whole has found it. We've talked about Connor Cody. We talked about him last week. He's a worthy defender to own at this point. I still have him. I mean, typically, he's that guy who's ready to come in off my bench, but he's there, and
0: I feel very good about him on my bench. But Huang is absolutely a worthy forward. For sure. And in week Game week 13, they play Norwich. So get him into your team before then. <laughs> That's fair. There's so many. Like, I have already in
1: Antonio too, and then I talked about Dennis, you know, buried on my bench right now. I I want to revamp. You can't
0: find the four tenths to get the Huang from, Den, from Dennis.
1: Yes, but I have had injuries to use my free transfers on. Uh, part of me wants to send Ben Rama out. I haven't got I've wanted to send him out for the last two weeks and I haven't been able to get to him because of these Chelsea injuries. Oh, you should. Do I do I sit on Ben Rama again or do I take negative four to do both moves? I mean, those you know me. I just and negative sit on, I'd
0: sit on him again. Because who knows? He's gone like four four or five weeks without doing anything. It's, it's time for he's Ben probably Rama. Due. It's Ben Rama time. You're gonna you're gonna Mason mount your way into some <laughs> Ben Rama points this week. West Ham is at Villa. Eh, maybe. We'll see. Yeah.
1: We'll see how that goes. All right, last name on our stud dud list: Yuri
0: Tielemans, scored again. Dude, that was a beast of a goal. I believe I kind of tried to tout him last week, and you, you did. Kinda, you kind of poo pooed me a little bit.
1: No, I was tempted to bring him in, but again, I, I did, I, you know, then he,
0: Lukaku got hurt. His last five matches: five, seven, one, ten, and ten. As he's a stud, Tielemans is absolutely on he's fire. He's going to keep right doing now. it. You think? Yeah, he's six four. I don't think I have the uh, swag to go. From Decoré to I might actually I do have that Decoré to Tielemans, I might be my move
1: Rama to Tielemans is like a straight straight swap right
0: now. Why aren't you doing that? Well, maybe I will.
1: Well, maybe you should. Hopefully nobody gets hurt in these League Cup matches this week. Oh
0: man, we got those going on.
1: <laughs> some some clubs are playing. Oh, yes, <laughs> the ones who are still in it. Sorry, United. All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the dream team that we didn't talk about is uh, Emiliano Martinez for Aston Villa. He scored ten points in goal. Uh, we also, uh, well, no, we talked about everybody else, which is
0: crazy because he had three goals scored on him.
1: It's true, but he's Emiliano Martinez.
0: I just did the decorated Telemans as my first transfer. You just did it right here, live on the uh, <laughs> live on air. Well, now I feel like I have to go ben Rama to Telemans. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait, wait a minute! What happened? It didn't happen. So something didn't happen. It didn't work. <laughs> False alarm. Anyways,
1: all right. Well, I'm not going to make my move tonight. I am way too intoxicated to make my free transfers. Right, fair moment. enough. All right. Well, Dave, we already mentioned who the top scorer was for game week nine. Could you just say it one more time?
0: Scott Vibe, 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 excuse me, was the top scorer
1: <laughs> of the week in the
0: FPL America Podcast Fancy Football League. Yes, I was with 125. When I told my wife that that happened, do you know
1: what she said to me? What does that mean? No, it was worse. It was. How is it possible? You've never done that before.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Wow. Without
1: context, she thought that that wasn't that big of a deal. I was like, ouch, hon, that that hurts.
0: Wowzers, wowzers, wowzers.
1: Uh, In the FPL America Podcast League overall, Diane is still holding down the top spot. Three points ahead of, of second place. But Diane's holding it down. She had a 101. Wow. 657 overall. You Go, Diane. Uh, by the way, our top three is entirely people in our Slack workspace. Loving this. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, loving this. Hey, is is there a better sell right now for our Slack workspace and joining us via our Patreon site than
0: the top three in our
1: league right now? Yeah. And me with the top score in Week 9?
0: Our mini-mini league is tough this year. It's incredible. Tough this year. It's
1: so true. It's funny. At one point, Ben scored a 96 and was seeing red arrows. (laughs)
0: That's impossible. It, now, it did He, he corrected. It, it corrected, right?
1: But, but but honestly, when he said Jeez. that, I was like, yeah, that's about right, you know, because that's our league this season. My but God. Diane's still holding down number one, three points ahead of Ryan, all-star listener Ryan. He is in second. He scored a 114. Uh, his team name is High Pressing, by the way. And then Team Team, Mini League Drew. Third place, tied with Nirvana State, who's still right there. Michael, we love it, man. You are Mr. Consistency. He is. Uh, you are showing us fourth, but you're tied with Team Team Mini League Drew for third. I love it, Dave. It is good stuff.
0: Stuff at the top, man. It, it, it's, it's, it's Well, it's been a lot of fun this year. Remember last year, we were like, what kind of weirdness is going on? This year seems to be falling a little bit back to the norm. And so uh, a
1: little bit. I mean, this was a high-scoring game. I mean, everybody who's in the top—only one person in the top eleven in our league scored under a hundred. But again, that was that was Mo. You know, Mo got you forty-eight yeah. if you captained him. Yeah, uh, that's right. You're, you're halfway to a hundred with one player in your lineup. Uh, the uh, you know the previous game weeks have been low. It's, it, it it started out hot, dipped. Now maybe we're getting back to something a little bit more normal. But, hey, you know what, Dave? It's okay because there's going to be another international break soon.
0: When does the FPL League Cup start? That's (laughs) – I I looked this week because I I thought to myself, if I end up losing to someone who dropped a 140 this week, I am going to rage. (laughs) Unbelievable. Um, It's
1: going to start later in the season based on how many people are in your league. Uh, We've got over 100 in our league, so they'll do the math. I know, but –
0: Aren't, don't, like, aren't they going to do the overall as well? That's that's what I'm saying. They normally do like the overall. They start it now or around this time. No, so it you're, goes, you're
1: referring to the FPL Cup. Yes, the FPL Cup starts in like game week 16 or something. That's okay. when you qualify. All right, we're not. Okay, yeah, we're not. We're not, we're we're not, not there close yet. Enough
0: yet. Okay, uh,
1: but the league cup takes into account your league size. And it starts at the end of the season and then you know works its way back and starts it at a point in the season that will allow it to end at the end of the season. Okay. Uh, we've got over 100 in our league, so I don't know how many rounds. You know, it's probably like seven rounds. So that will probably start somewhere around game week 30, 31. Okay. All right. Something to look forward to at the end of the season.
0: Yeah, that will be good. Well, Dave... We've made it. We did it. No and, uh,
1: Friday matches in Game Week 10. So, no, huzzah. No, Saturday no surprises. Yep, that's exactly right. But uh, it's going to start out with uh, a pretty decent match. Game Week 10 will start out with uh, Leicester
0: Arsenal. I, it, it seems like this, and I don't know why. Many of Arsenal's games has either been... <laughs> I, uh, can I also complain? Sure. They played the Monday match last week as the last game in the match week. Yes, and then someone signed them up to be the Friday match? Both at home, Of though. the next match week? I know. Crazy, right? Who does that? It was, like, it was like a
1: weekend midweek type of break, only it was Monday to Friday, both in the Premier League. Who week.
0: does that? I don't know. Not this or, there's no reason to do that.
1: You know I, why?
0: Oh, no. No European well, matches. Okay. No one considered <laughs> that. When they made this freaking (laughs) schedule, yes, they did. They they,
1: absolutely did.
0: What What is the best match that we can put
1: on TV on Monday and on Friday? It feels like Arsenal was Arsenal.
0: Multiple games has either been the first match of the week or the last match.
1: There's a it's a double edged sword when your team starts the game week on Saturday morning because I don't
0: like it. If you win, you're gonna have a great weekend. Well, I I did love it. I had a great weekend. Yeah, Our, Arsenal you won played week, yes. They won on Friday. When, when
1: you lose, it's like keep the kids away from oh, me for 48 hours. I turn into
0: a big child. Big child baby comes out. I know. I get it. Unbelievable. So, we'll see. That's a tough match. That's a tough match. At least uh, I'm not yeah, I'm not claiming any type of victory here. Hey, I, that when, is a tough match.
1: When is that did, did that 8 week 8 game winning streak? Did that uh did that start last week, Dave? Yeah. It started last week?
0: Well, it, they, should, they <laughs> technically beat Palace. They're but... supposed to be like five games into that now, aren't they? No. No, stop it. <laughs> you they...
1: said it. Your words. All right, fine. You're going to you you, make me look something up here. <sighs> I'm picking fights with you at the end of the
0: pod. You're going to make me look something up here. I was rude. No, that's fine. Fu- no, that's it. fine. I don't regret it. No, you, you shouldn't. Dave, I'm, I'm
1: looking at my team. Yeah. I've only made seven total transfers all season. But that sounds normal. That's your that's your style. That's your speed. It's true. I've still played it, my wild is there, card. is there
0: anything wrong with that?
1: I, I'm in a decent spot. Came Coming off a good week.
0: Right. No, yeah, you're right. That's totally fine. Look, no, that run started. They beat Norwich. Okay. Then they beat Burnley. Mm-hmm. Then they beat Spurs. That's three wins. Okay. They drew Brighton in a sloppy, rainy... Brighton. Which I get.
1: And I they, got after it happened. They
0: drew Palace. Which and hurt. then and then they beat uh Palace is, that's a good draw. And then uh and then they just beat Villa. So uh, And yeah. they beat Leeds in the uh in the Carabao their Carabao Cup game today, I guess. I didn't know that they played today. There we go. <laughs> There's a Carabao Cup match today. And uh Chamberson and Kedia played. That's amazing. And uh, they both scored, so I'm, there's there's that.
1: You I'm, That says everything you need to know
0: about the Carabao Cup. Not even Dave Jeez. is following it. Normally I'm on top of things, not that. Okay. All right, hey, listen, this is the end of the pod. Next week we'll have Brian back. Uh, everyone can shout hurrah, huzzah, hooray. And uh, good luck. To, listen, keep to faith. It's a long season. We're only eight matches into it. Keep the faith. And don't be a Joey for the FPL America. There's nine. We're nine matches into it for the FPL America podcast. This is, <laughs> this is David Smith until next time.